Hello everyone and welcome to the CircuitPython Weekly for October 21st, 2019. I am Katni. I am sponsored by Adafruit to work on CircuitPython. CircuitPython is a version of Python that runs on microcontrollers, which are tiny computers. Um, Adafruit, uh, CircuitPython development is sponsored by Adafruit, so please support them by purchasing hardware from adafruit.com. This meeting is uh, an opportunity that we have every week to get together and talk about what's going on with the CircuitPython project, what's going on with the community, and to hear from you and what's going on with you. Um, we uh, get together at uh, typically on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific time. If that changes, we will let you know. Um, this meeting is recorded and it is hosted on Discord. So if you want to join the meeting, you can go to adafru.it slash Discord. We are also there all week. Uh, the recording is both audio and the Discord text chat uh, in the CircuitPython channel. And we are there all week. So if you have any questions during the week uh, or you just wanna chat uh, outside the meeting, um, you can also go to Discord and we are usually around. Uh, this also, this will be released on YouTube and also uh, we release it as a podcast. So if you are more into podcasts, uh, it's also available there. And if for whatever reason it's not available on your favorite podcast service, please let us know uh, so we can fix that. This meeting is held in five parts. The first part is community news, which is a uh, overview of what's going on with uh, Python on hardware in the community. Uh, the next is the state of CircuitPython and the libraries, which is a statistical overview of the entire project. After that, we have hug reports, which is an opportunity to call people out for what uh, good things they're doing. That will be held in a round robin where I will start and then we'll go down the list alphabetically, um, giving everyone a chance to either talk or We'll read off from the notes if people add things to the notes um, and uh, give everyone a chance to um, to uh, call someone out if they want to do that. The next section is status updates, which is uh, everyone is also run as a round robin and everyone takes a couple minutes to talk about what they've been doing over the last week since the last meeting and what they will be doing over the next week until the next meeting. Um, and then the very last section we lovingly call In the Weeds, which is an opportunity for more long-form discussions, uh, looking for um, any kind of uh, answers to bigger questions, things that don't quite fit into status updates can go In the Weeds. If at any point in time during the meeting you come up with something for In the Weeds, please post it to the CircuitPython text chat or post it to, even better, um, into the notes document. Um, and then we will... Uh, get to it when we get to in the weeds and that way we're not waiting around to see if anyone comes up with anything um there was something else and i have promptly forgotten what i was going to say so with that uh i guess i will go ahead and kick it over to phil for community news all right hello katney hello okay here we go, everybody. Happy Open Source Hardware Month. We have 21 posts so far because there's 21 days. I've been doing a post a day all month. So you'll see some familiar favorites, some companies, some people, all that. Going to get to some uh, more open source hardware with Python towards the end of the month. It's a grand finale, I guess. And we'll also have Michael Weinberg on our show next week. So it'll be... It's the day before Halloween, so it'll be scary. It'll be completely scary good <laughs> about open source hardware. Um, so that's next week. Next up. Uh, congratulations, all of us. We have 81 boards on circuitpython.org slash downloads. And see, Grover, congratulations, your board 81 with the stream car M0 Express download. I've been watching this project for a long time. I cannot wait to have a stream car. Zip across Adafruit here. I was uh, I got a Kickstarter that you put a camera on like a zip line thing. It didn't really work out. So I'm hoping this was gonna work out. I wanna put a I wanna put a little circuit python thing. Um, 
on a on a string and maybe like put a camera on it or something and and show that. So I'm looking forward to that board and more. Next up, uh, thanks Brent for noticing this. Uh, Amazon, you know them. All their documents that they have for some of the Raspberry Pi Linuxy stuff now uses Blinka. So Circuit Python snakes its way to Amazon AWS. The headlines write themselves. Um, so that's kind of neat to see Blinka in more places doing more things. You can also go to circuitpython.org/blinka, see all the boards supported and more. Speaking of, uh, Katni will probably talk about this later. This is a new section we have: circuitpython.org/library/contributing. You can check that out, and you can see all the ways you can contribute. And we have a bunch of tabs where it shows you open issues, authors, and more. It's a new section. Go check it out. Next up. Um, I covered this last week and also in our newsletter on our site. Um, folks over at uh, PyCon India made a really fantastic circuit Python poster that it itself is made with circuit Python. So we have that in a newsletter. I'm going to put it up on the blog. Um, check it out. There's a lot of people who like to do projects like this at events or they might be educators. And then you can uh, just look at this video, follow it along, and make a poster of your own. And like a science fair with Blinka. Um, for all y'all out there um, who have Macs and upgraded to Catalina, uh, I have a, a couple machines here at Adafruit for testing. Can't use it on my daily yet because I have apps that aren't supported. However, for the um, test machine that we have, we wanted to see how easy it would be to put Bluefruit on um, Catalyst, which allows you to take an iOS app and make it into a Mac app. And it worked perfectly. So it's kind of neat to be using some of our new uh, CircuitPython powered hardware, like Circuit Playground, Bluefruit Express. And within 10 minutes, it took longer to download Xcode than it took to uh, use Catalyst. So check that out. And uh, special guest Colin, for the Colin fans out there. PyDev of the Week, Sophie Wong. This was neat because uh, one of my favorite sites is uh, Mouseverse Python, and now Sophie's on there, so you can look at Sophie's work, some of the things that Sophie has done with CircuitPython and Python, and her projects and more. Next up, he made another library. I think I'm going to call this DS Library of the Week because it's on a uh, been on a great pace. This is the Winterbloom Voltage I.O. It lets you set output voltage to your decks instead of having to do the math to calculate voltage every single time. Also lets you do the reverse for ADCs. Check that out. That'll also be in the newsletter. And then um, this is kind of neat. Some educators have been um, posting up how they're using Circuit playground circuit python in the world and this is from mike pitcher director of academic technologies at the university of texas at el paso and an apple distinguished educator they have a bunch of macbook over there and all of them have circuit playgrounds attached to them so they're able to do cool stuff like code python and have them just work okay um, other things there's so much news this week so you're gonna have to check out some of it you can see it in drafts this is what the team is up to right now so if you wanted to check out what Dan and Katni and Jepler and Lucian and other folks are doing on the team, we have a whole section there. Brian always has um, photos, so that's good. If you want to see some of the pictures from his desk. And last up, um, thank you everyone who's been doing contributions to the newsletter. It's, it's a monster to do. It's like publishing a newsletter magazine TV show every single week. Uh, we're getting more and more contributions, uh, which is good. So please continue to do that. And also, you can also add yours at any time. You can open up an issue. You can do a PR. You can email PT at Adafruit. You can put it in Discord. Um, owls. You can have an owl show up here with it. And that is the community news for this week. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. All right. So next up is the state of CircuitPython and the libraries. This is a statistical overview of the health of the entire project. Um, we take a look at the project overall, and then we discuss the course and the core and the libraries separately to get a better idea of what's going on with each. So the first thing we will discuss is the project overall. 
We had 64 pull requests merged, which is huge. Uh, there is a reason for that that I will cover in a bit here. Um, and 18 authors, which is, I think, easily the most that we've had. Um, and that's pretty much amazing. I'm really excited about that. There's a few names on here I don't recognize. Uh, Senuros, uh, Camtom480, reading through. Um, I think that's all the names. I think everyone else has contributed before. And there's a few names who are new-ish contributors within the last couple weeks. So thank you to everyone who's been joining us. And we had eight reviewers on those uh, 64 pull requests, which is also excellent. Thank you to everyone who's reviewing. We had 20 issues closed by 11 people and nine opened by eight people. And one new issue was assigned the Hacktoberfest label, which means we did identify one new issue as a good first issue, which is excellent. Um, the Hacktoberfest stuff obviously will stop once October is over. However, uh, I think getting into the habit of identifying issues as good first issues is something that we want to stick with so that we can continue to bring new people in um, and have opportunities for them to discover themselves uh, more easily than if we are digging through stuff to say, hey, here I found this one hidden thing that you are able to do. So definitely um, let's keep that up um, even after Hacktoberfest uh, concludes. So overall, uh, we're still working on getting the changes to the BLE API in the core completed. Um, it's getting very close. We're getting to a point where there's going to be PRs put in, uh, reviews done, testing needed, that sort of thing. So um, definitely uh, keep an eye out for that and test um, where you can uh, and let us know uh, how things go with that. With the libraries, uh, we're seeing all kinds of new stuff, including new libraries being submitted by uh, community members upgrades to libraries, uh, so on and so forth. Um, there's been a lot of activity there. And so thank you to everyone who's been involved on all sides. And with that, I will go ahead and kick it over to Scott to talk about the core. Hello. Hello. All right. Uh, for the core, we had 12 pull requests merged uh, from nine different authors. Uh, Kickbutts, Camtom, 480, our new uh, Senoros is also new on this list. Uh, so thanks to the new folks and the other six folks who are pull request authors. Uh, we had three reviewers, uh, Dan, myself, and Arturo. So thank you to all of those folks. Uh, that leaves us with a total of nine open pull requests. Uh, a couple are new within the last few days, but the rest are kind of old uh, and will need to be looked at and figured out if we want to keep them. Um, Issues-wise, we had six closed issues by two people and three opened by three people, so we're net down three, which is awesome. Uh, none of the none of the new issues got labeled for Hacktoberfest, uh, and we have 194 total open issues with seven active milestones. Um, most of those issues are 151 of them are marked long term, so those are the ones that are kind of like very much on the back burner, and we will not get to them. And we have 17 issues not assigned a milestone as well, so. Uh, those are the ones that uh, we need to triage, uh, particularly before we do any sort of stable release, which is actually not going to be anytime soon, um, because we're very much in the alpha phase. Uh, Downloads-wise, uh, we have 4.1.0 is our stable release, and our unstable release is 5.0 alpha 4. Um, we've had... 13,884 downloads on the stable release and just over 3,000 on the unstable release. Um, we do recommend uh, if people are feeling adventurous, try out the unstable release. There's some really good uh, stuff in there. So I recommend people check that out. Uh, and if you're curious about uh, the difference uh, in download counts by language, check out the note stock and take a look at it in there. And that's it for the core. Thanks, Scott. Mm-hmm. All right, now we can talk about the libraries. So we had um, 52 pull requests merged, which is huge. And I'm going to do this a little out of order. We have 194 open pull requests, which that number is uh, down. The reason for that is, is we uh, have uh, a new person working with us at Adafruit, Dylan, who is in this meeting. Um, and we asked uh, Dylan to update the readmes on all the libraries to 
remove some confusing content and add some missing content. And so we have uh, open PRs over the last week on every single library. Um, so that is why those numbers are so big. Um, but I want to say thank you to the nine authors of the 52 that have been merged um, because those are not only uh, Dylan's PRs. So that's really excellent. Thank you to everyone who's been um, contributing to the libraries. We had six reviewers. Um, like I said, 194 open PRs. There are still, just glancing at it, probably uh, 30 um, that are older and uh, as with the core need to be triaged to determine what we want to do with those. Um, but a lot of these are the more recent ones. We had 14 issues closed by 10 people and six opened by six people. So we are also net down and we had one good first issue identified, which is excellent. We have 146 open issues. Um, and as mentioned before, uh, circuitpython.org slash library slash contributing um, is now updated daily. So that uh, information is a good place to, it's, it's a good resource now. It's, it's now valid, it's now up to date. Um, so it's a way to keep track of everything. And if you're interested in contributing, that is the place to go. We will be restructuring the, um, where it's located on the site uh, within the next two days. So you will be able to get to it from the header directly. Um, contributing will be its own link and uh, you won't have to um, go directly to the URL or dig into the library's page to find it. So uh, we're gonna start utilizing that more so as a resource to keep track of all of our PRs, to you know triage the PRs that we're figuring out whether we wanna keep, um, and as a place to send people who want to start contributing. Um, and that way we have, because uh, at the moment there really wasn't, until we, until we did that, there really wasn't a central location with all this information in it um, that was kept up to date in any reasonable manner. So we have a number of new libraries this week, which is excellent, and um, a number of updated libraries, which uh, obviously as we finish up the README update project, that list is going to be massive next week. Um, but it's fairly big this week, and so I will not read it off. And that is where we are at with the libraries. Next up is Hug Reports. Hug Reports is an opportunity to call people out for doing something good. Uh, we do this every week. Um, we like to recognize people for the things that they're doing, and we like to give everyone a chance to recognize anyone that's doing something great for them or for the community. Um, we pulled this from uh, an Adafruit internal uh, meeting section because we really liked the concept. Um, it will go as a round robin, starting with me. We'll go down the list alphabetically and then loop to the top and start over. If there are people who uh, have notes in the notes document, I will read them off as we get to them. Um, there are some people who aren't in the meeting who put notes in, so I'll read those. And if you are text only, uh, don't have a mic, uh, don't wanna talk, um, you can either post your, um, you can either post your, uh, notes to the CircuitPython channel or put them in the notes doc and I will read them off as we go. So uh, I will get started. Um, first and foremost, a uh, hug report to Thea, for, uh, who is Stargirl on Discord, for being so patient and helpful. Um, every time I'm popping back into the CircuitPython channel or the help with CircuitPython channel, I find Thea going through data sheets for people, um, giving them far more information than I think they ever hoped to get. And it is, it's just amazing to watch. So um, thank you so much for, for joining us on Discord and then just jumping in headfirst and being absolutely amazing. Um, I want to give a hug report to Crayola for explaining binary hex and bitwise operations to me and helping me with some driver code. Hug report to Sedacious for giving me some good examples to refer to for a particular driver I was working on and for helping me understand the code better. And uh, finally, hug report to Harada, uh, Dylan for joining us at Adafruit. 
welcome and uh it's already been great working with you so far you're doing an amazing job um and i know you will keep it up so thank you very much um next up i have someone in the notes uh crayola says your usual group hug and then we have someone lurking and that means next up is maker melissa hello uh first of all a uh, hug to dihirata for making your hectober best pr count and then some and uh group hug to everyone excellent all right next up i have someone in the notes as well sedacious says dylan for slogging through a mountain of library updates with aplomb and for joining adafruit belatedly to dan c who's cogliano on twitter and github as well as stargirl and thea for their first circuit python drivers and to Katni for driving, diving back into driver land. Um, Stargirl is lurking, but has a group hug in the notes, which brings us to um, Summersoft, who also is unable to attend, but has um, notes, and that is also a group hug, which means next up is Scott. Hello. Uh, first and foremost, hug to Sonoros for adding to the German translations. They've made two PRs so far and uh, have been mostly just filling in translations that we just didn't have uh, to begin with. So thanks to them for that. Uh, thanks to Katni for covering the meeting for me for the next few weeks. I'll get into all the details of uh, me not being around, aka on vacation, uh, a little bit later. But thanks to Katni in advance and... Uh, everybody for being accommodating to that uh thank you to pt uh i i think it goes largely unnoticed and that's kind of what hug reports are all about but pt puts a ton of time and hours into doing the newsletter every week and finding all the content that goes in there so i just wanted to give phil a hug report for that it's a huge uh very handy newsletter and we are getting some more people contributing but like uh phil does the bulk of the work so uh thanks to phil for putting in those that time every weekend and, and making the newsletter awesome. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to adafruitdaily.com and you can sign up for the Python on microcontrollers newsletter. It goes out Tuesday morning and is chock full of a lot of good stuff. Um, I had this big long list. I was, I was going through my Discord history and uh, there's just a ton of people helping in the help, help with CircuitPython channel and I wanted to call or thank some of those folks. So uh, in no particular order, Anik, Data, Carter, Jerry, Cascade, Thea, Dan, Katni, Jepler, Deshipu, and others I'm sure I missed. Uh, thank you all for, for helping folks in the Help with CircuitPython channel. Um, it's awesome to see that happen. Uh, and then lastly, uh, I wanted to say both a welcome and a thank you to Dihirata for coming on board and doing a bunch of library jockeying and stuff. And uh, also uh, thank you to Katni and Sedacious for doing the mentoring on that side. So. Uh, thank you to everybody. All right, excellent. So next up, I have Anecdata, uh, who's text only. And that is a hug report to Brent for ongoing support and guidance on the Nina firmware and general dev environment issues. Anne is lurking. Um, Brent, I have notes for, uh, who also is not currently in the meeting um which is uh group hug so next up i think c grover had a hug report um but was potentially text only but i never saw it posted so i'm not seeing that all right so if that gets posted later we will come back to that so next up is code and solder who's text only today um and uh, we got a list here. Uh, to PT for helping a lot with PyCon India interactive poster presentation. To Katni with helping for the TC74 library request issue creation. To JP for Grand Central USB MIDI controller tutorial. To Katni for rotary controller tutorial, a rotary encoder tutorial rather. And to Katni, Lady Ada, Dan, and JP for the PyBadge business card tutorial. All right, and I'm going to loop back to C. Grover here. 
who said, um, the string car M0 made it to circuitpython.org. Big hug to everyone who inspired and encouraged this project. Over the past five years, the support has been incredible. The support of the incredible Adafruit community supercharged my learning and growth, coming back to hardware and software design after a 35-year absence. By the way, the M4 proto controller design is done and should be heading off to Osh Park this week. Excellent. Which means we are up to Dan. Hello. So I just have uh, one. Uh, D. Harada started uh, doing uh, work on CircuitPython stuff, and he he made something. I don't know. It seemed like a hundred. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but uh, PRs. We had a bunch of a bunch of fixes we needed for uh, a lot of the libraries, and they were churned out in incredible fashion. My mailbox filled up, and they're being knocked off now. So, but I was quite impressed by that. So thanks very much for that, Dylan. Excellent. Okay. So next up is Dylan. All right. So uh, according from what I found on my GitHub, it seems like actually it was like 97, which uh, doing them manually was kind of crazy. But uh, yeah. So uh, hug report to Sedacious and Katni for mentoring me and answering all of the very many questions I've had. Uh, and I actually hug report to Stacious for making sure I use all the right vocabulary instead of just calling everything either a variable or function. Um, and hug report to Anne for helping me get set up on Basecamp, Slack, uh, Learn, and everything else, and helping me uh, the numerous issues I was having. And then a group hug to everyone for welcoming. Excellent. Next up is Higher Effect. I do not hear you. Okay. We'll come back because um, I have someone in the notes. So I have Jason P in the notes uh, who left, had needed to leave the meeting early. Um, and that is a hug report to talk, Jerry, and Tan Newt for quick particle argon bootloader support. And now we can loop back to Hard Effect. Can you hear me now? I can. Yeah, so this week, uh, I've, uh, oh, uh, yeah, Hard Report. Uh -huh. um, thanks to Dan for helping me out for, with some um, kind of obscure um, IRQ material uh, interrupt. Uh, related stuff uh, deep in the STM32 port. Um, and uh, a quick hug to all others. Excellent. Thanks very much. Next up is. All right. Next up is Jeff. Hi, everybody. Uh, I just have a general group hug, and then I also want to give a special welcome hug to Dylan. I hope you enjoy working with all of us, and I hope I get a chance to work with you directly sometime soon. Excellent. And next up is Jerry. Hi, uh, it's a group hug and a special shout out to Brent. Good luck with the exams this week. All right. Thank you very much. And that is Hug Reports. Um, so that means next up is status updates. Status updates is an opportunity for everyone to talk about what they've been doing since the last meeting, talk about what they're going to do um, until the next meeting. And uh, it's also an opportunity for other people to give you tips and tricks on something you're working on. Uh, anything that turns into a long form discussion is probably better suited to in the weeds. So if we hit that point, we can easily move something to in the weeds or um, if you already know that one of your questions is more of an in the weeds topic, please let us know and or put it in the notes document. Um, status updates is held as a round robin, the same as the um, same as hug reports. Uh, I will start. We'll go down the list alphabetically. I will read off people in the notes and um, then we will um, continue on um, 
from the top. So, uh, like I said, there's a number of people who did not attend who have notes in the document, and I'll read them off alphabetically as we go. So be prepared um, for the possibility of there being people who aren't in the meeting being between you and the next alphabetical person on the list. So, uh, let's see, last week I blogged a bunch of new and updated guides. I tested um, some stuff on the Raspberry Pi, the MAX31856, the ADXL345, and Pixie LEDs. There was a lot of miscellaneous um, helping spin up Dylan, um, working on the circuitpython.org slash library slash contributing page, that sort of thing. Um, and I spent the last half of the week implementing the advanced features on the MCP9600 driver that we had submitted uh, by a community member, and I began documenting the driver. This week, I need to finish documenting the driver. I need to test it on Raspberry Pi. Um, I was told if it doesn't work, to immediately seek assistance because it's not my fault, and apparently it's just weird um, at times. So uh, then I need to update the MCP9600 guide with CircuitPython and Python usage, presuming it works on the Raspberry Pi. Um, and then after that, we're going to be continuing the Raspberry Python project. Um, the list in the notes is out of order because since I started with Pixies, which are use UART, we're going to continue doing UART stuff because um, it's, it's all similar. And so we figure we'll just get through UARTs and be done with those. So the last four in the list are the ones that I will be starting with. And then um, we're also going to be moving uh, circuitpython.org slash library slash contributing to the header page. And so I may be having um, circuitpython.org slash contributing be a top level um, link as well. Uh, but I'm going to discuss that later with Justin. Uh, so that's on my list of things to do. And that will easily get me to the end of the week. And if it doesn't, we have many more things to do. So next up, I have someone in the notes who is not in the meeting. Um, Crayola says, last week managed to get uh, pixel buff subclassing to work properly. Finally found the spot I needed to modify to make it possible to call a non-native subclass method during subscur. Got slices with step greater than one working. And next week, native show and iterable support in pixel buff. And next up is maker Melissa. Hello. Okay. Um, so last week I finished updating the guide pages for Python uh, RGB display. Um, finished updating the circuit Python EPD guide uh, to work with display. I created a unified display I.O. example for the page and tested it on each display. I created a Python EPD page, which uh, is mostly a version of the old EPD page, and uh, with some updates for the Raspberry Pi, and I reviewed a few PRs. This week, I am going to work on a new guide for the 1.14-inch TFT breakout, uh, get some examples spun up for it. Um, in probably the Arduino and CircuitPython, and then um, whatever else comes up. Excellent. So uh, next up I have in the notes a couple people here. Uh, Sedacia says, last week LSM303 driver dismemberment, dismemberment and Frankensteining, uh, MPU6050 tester prototyping and code development, Bus IO bug hunting this week, LSM AGR, magnetometer, bus IO efficacy, guide update and old driver retirement, LPS 33 bring up and testing, more automation fun with improved safety measures. Ow, my feet hurt. Next, I have Summersoft in the notes. Last week, Rosie Pie stuff, Adafruit Python platform detect. I plan on using Blinka on Rosie Pie, but I discovered that it doesn't do well detecting Raspberry Pi versions when running a non-Raspbian OS, Blinka issue number 99. I've got an RFC PR in to address this. Next week, Adafruit Blinka, try to get it installing on non-Raspbian Raspberry Pi. It fails on RPi WS281X install, and whatever comes up is suggested or I stumble upon. Um, we also have Stargirl in the notes. Who says last week released a new library, Winter Bloom Voltage IO. 
started working on lower level MIDI library for my projects. This week, continuing to write libraries such as and such needed by my Eurorack module. And next up is Scott. Hello. Uh, last week, I was focusing on getting the connections working. So um, in my BLE work, I unified central and peripheral into this notion of a connection. Turns out like once you've connected, like it should be, it's very symmetric. So that's why it's, it's kind of unified there. Um, I got the UART client and server, UART client and UART server demos going again. So uh, the echo, the UART echo demo works with this new way. Um, it, it definitely separates the notion of advertising from having a connection a bit more. Um, but I think that's a good thing because advertising on its own is pretty powerful. Um, I was trying to get HID working, but I wasn't able to get it kind of working. There was a pairing dance that I think was throwing me off and slowing me down a bit as well. Um, the big news is that like I'm going on vacation. <laughs> it's kind of last minute, uh, but my wife got a new job in a, in a few weeks. And before she kind of like has limited vacation time, we're taking the time off before then. Um, so I'm gone starting on Wednesday for a whole week. Uh, so I get back next Wednesday. I'm around for like four days. Um, yeah, the new job's at Google, so it should be really, really good. Um, but she starts only getting three weeks vacation. So um, now's the time to get away. So uh, I'm, I'm around for like four days, and then I leave on, on the next Monday for a, a week-long trip to Florida as well. Um, so basically, the next four weeks, I'm kind of off and on uh, around for a while. Um, because even after she starts her job, I'm going to LA for Supercon, which is going to be super fun. Um, I'm planning on crashing JP's workshop on that Thursday, the 14th of November. And then I have a presentation. I have two presentations that week, one on Tuesday and one, uh, before it, Tuesday before I leave. And then one on Sunday as well. Um, so the gist is that I'm kind of disappearing for a little while, uh, because I'm going on vacation, which will be really good. Um, I've got two, uh, two kind of things that I have to get done before I leave. Um, I've got like the core side of the BLE work that I've been doing and the library side, and I have to basically do a bunch of polish. So my goal is before I fly out on Wednesday is to get two PRs going with Dan doing the reviews on that. And then, uh, I will bring enough stuff that I can kind of like tweak things based on the review feedback while I'm away, but that's the only work that I'm planning on doing. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'm at is getting, getting all this BLE stuff polished up enough that we could get it in. We may not actually support absolutely everything we currently do. Like I was having some trouble with hit, but, um, it should be a much better foundation for like having a catalog of services that we support and things like that. So, um, I'm excited about it, and uh, yeah, it's it, it it's been a lot of work, but it'll be good to get it out there and, and see what people do with it. So, uh, shout out to Dan for for really stepping up and helping with that. So, that's where I'm at. Excellent, thanks, Scott. Mm -hmm. Next up is Brent. Are you still text only? I can jump in for a second. Oh, excellent. Um, this past week, I released the um, AWS IoT Planter Guide. Um, along with that, I released the AWT, AWS IoT, a lot of acronyms, um, CircuitPython library, and the updated uh, data firmware. And we have updated build instructions along with updated um, how to update instructions on learn.adafruit.com as well. Uh, the next two weeks, I'm um, deep in exam season, and I'll be on and off. My availability is going to be kind of sporadic. But I'm working on some really exciting non-circuit Python things that will materialize by the end of the year. Excellent. Thanks, Brent. Next up, I have Code and Solder in the notes, text only. Uh, last week, PyCon India interactive poster demo was a big success, and people were really curious to see PyBadge. They loved business card program running on it, and 150 Blinkist stickers disappeared in seven minutes during the conference. This week, writing a library for the TC74 temp sensor, and a secret project involving photography, MIDI, and CircuitPython. 
Next up is Dan. Okay, um, so I've been working on BLE bonding, but there are some prerequisites for that. I needed uh, some kind of way to store the bonding information internally. So I was originally going to use a different kind of file system besides FAT internally, and then I was going to use something just FAT, and it turned out that was all rather complicated. And so I'm just going to use a block of flash memory on chip to do that. We already have a mechanism for doing that, code to do that, which is the microcontroller.nvm mechanism. But in setting that up, another instance of that block, I ran into some uh, issues having to do with uh, specifying where it was, which is sort of specified in the linker script and could be specified elsewhere. And I found that there were many places, there were many regions of flash of various sizes, and they were defined in many different places. And the linker script, it's only by convention and by careful uh, checking of all the sizes that the linker script knows the sizes of anything. So you can make, you can change the size of something the linker script won't know, and you'll end up building something that won't work or will crash later. It would be better if we were all parameterized. So I figured out a way of parameterizing the linker script. These are the .ld files. And I'm working on uh, cleaning that up right now, and we'll maybe have a PR for that soon. And this means that we reduce the number of linker scripts to maybe one for each port instead of like 12 right now. This is all very in the weeds, but it's a, it's like another piece of refactoring like the one I did before where I uh, made it easy to turn modules on and off. It's kind of in the same vein of that. And then uh, I'm probably going to put that on hold a little bit if I don't finish it really soon so that I can review Scott's uh, BLE changes, and while he's on vacation, I'll maybe uh, test the libraries and revise any remaining things that need to be revised so we can start writing guides using the new API instead of the old API. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, we had someone lurking, and then I have uh, Dylan's notes who needed to leave the meeting uh, last week, officially started my internship at Adafruit. Made, manually made 197 PRs to remove the building locally section and add installing from PyPI section and didn't realize I should have automated it until far too late. Played around with the BNO055 and ended up reorganizing it a bit. Fixed a really weird Sphinx indentation issue with a PR in the framebuff library that I originally encountered at PyCon. This week, updating a bunch of guides to give instructions on installing Arduino libraries with the Arduino Library Manager which means next up is higher effect. And once again, I can't hear you. Okay, we will come back to higher effect. Um, let's go ahead and move on, hold on a second. Let's go ahead and move on to Jeff. Hello again. Hi. I feel like I'm still catching up on my life and my day job, and CircuitPython is a little bit in the backseat at the moment. There are audio issues out there for me to investigate if I find uh, times on the evening or weekend. And like I mentioned while we were um, between recordings, I'm looking forward to meeting with my local maker group tonight. And if you want to see pictures from my vacation, you can DM me and I'll send you a link to my Google Photos album. Um, it was a good time, but uh, it was uh, took a lot of energy to do. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. All right. Um, next up is Jerry. Hi. Uh, last week I was away a bit, so didn't get too much done, but um, I did find a little tiny little PR to put into fix an incompatibility on Sacred Python for the odd case of building Ubuntu under, under Ubuntu on a Raspberry Pi. It does work. Uh, I'm still having the, the same issue that Summersoft is struggling with, so looking forward to seeing if he resolves it or if, I, if we come up with something. Um, but uh, I'll, and, um, you know, still not completely convinced how much effort all of this is worth because 
Raspbian Buster works great. So I'm not sure I'll, I'll use the uh, Ubuntu version very much, but it's kind of nice to make it work. Um, coming up this week, um, I've been trying to find, there's a, I ran across a thing, there, there's a, a Pi Portal demo called the, the uh, Smart Thermometer. Works great under 4.0, 4 but it crashes under 5.0. And clearly, you know, it, well, I don't know, clearly, it, it seems like there's some change in the API that's getting tripped up, but um, it's not obvious to me. And I'm, as has been suggested that, I, you know, find a, a minimal case to cause it. And I'm having a hard time finding a minimal case to cause it, but I'm working on that. So keep working through it. But I'm concerned that there may be several other, uh, the Pi Portal demos will have the same fate because um, they're very similar in structure to the way it we, the ones with the, with the graphics helper libraries. So uh, hopefully can straighten it out. Are you going to be around for In the Weeds? We can talk about this. OK, yeah, sure. Okay. And um, and then I'll, I'll be off for the next two weeks, uh, or off the meetings. But I'll, I'll be on, on and offline. But some uh, serious grandpa, grandpa duties coming up in the next couple of weeks. Excellent. And, um, and just on a, on a personal note, um, I posted a little, little link over and off topic for anybody who's interested. Um, about the project I've been working on for the last 12 years. Um, it's, a, it's a space thing, and it's, it's finally come to an end. And uh, its end really, really begins my my full retirement, which I'm really looking forward to. But it was a fun project. Um, and uh, so take a look if you're interested. Thanks, Jerry. Yep. All right. Let's loop back to Hire Effect. Okay. Um, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, my my I just had the first my first computer my first Mac crash in like five years. <laughs> I think it was Discord. This, this program really doesn't like my computer. But um, anyway, I have been in kind of the weeds on um, uh, UART uh, this week. Um, still trying to puzzle through that uh, lining up. Uh, the expectations of how and possibly some IRC stuff. So uh, it's been a little bit of a mess, but uh, Dan and I have had the chance to talk. I've had the chance to talk to some other folks with some SDM32 experience uh, in the local Austin area. Um, and in general, I think they'll probably have some uh, continuing use uh, for other stuff that's related to interrupt servicing. Uh, for the remainder of the SCM32 port and possibly other ports as well. Um, so, um, yeah, hoping to wrap that up pretty soon and move on to CWM um, so that we can get some more library support going. Uh, but for now, just trying to get to the bottom of some of these persistent bugs that we've had. So, uh, that's it for me. Excellent. Thank you. And that is status updates. So next up is in the weeds. This is an opportunity to have uh, more long form discussions about uh, any questions anybody might have, things they want to talk about. Um, we, or something that is discovered in um, status updates that makes more sense in in the weeds, which we found one. So, um, I will kick it over to uh, Jerry and Scott to discuss um, the group already used error. Uh, yeah, so that is a check that I added in 5x. Uh, basically, the group objects are doing more tracking about uh, where they're located and stuff. So I had to make sure that they were only located once on the screen. Um, and so this error is when a group gets added to something, we keep track of whether it's been added to something or not. And then if it's added a second time, um, then it will do this, this problem. It's possible there's a bug around that tracking, but I've, this is the first time I've heard of it. So what you should look for, out for in the demo is just like, if you're adding the same group to another group twice, um, accidentally or otherwise. Um, okay. Yeah, that's that's sort of you know I I sort of that's what I was looking for, but it hasn't jumped out at me yet that that's what's happening. So um, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll but that's great. Uh, I, I'll, I'll 
dig into it some more. And um, or Brent, if you if you're on and you you look up, but it, you know, like I said, it didn't jump out at me what was wrong. Um, also, uh, those demos also uh, call wait for frame and things like that, but the, the, those those are easy fixes. Right, um, right. Um, but um, but okay. Well, I'll, I'll keep poking. I'm trying to, you know, it's it's somewhere buried in the in the in the little helper script, uh, helper library because it, it doesn't happen. I tried to, you know, force it you know, just in a simple case and I couldn't do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I mean, all of the, uh, all of the basic display IO demos work fine on 5.0, the ones that, that right. Carter put out, but, uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll which, I'll, which guide is that? That's the thermometer. It's the smart thermometer. Okay. I'll take a look at it. Okay. The, you, see right the now. Out at you. you can just point me in the direction of, uh, you know, where you think a problem might be that might save me a lot of, yeah, I'll take a look right now. Feeling. All right. Thanks. All right. I haven't seen any other in the weeds topics, so I think we will go ahead and wrap up. This has been the CircuitPython weekly um, for uh, October 21st, 2019. Um, we are here every week on typically on Mondays um, for uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern uh, for this meeting. It is held on Discord. Again, if you are listening to this later and you would like to join us, go to adafru.it slash Discord, um, and you can either join us for the meetings uh, or you can join us all week. Uh, this meeting will, in theory, be posted to YouTube um, and podcast services. Um, and... Uh, I want to thank everyone who participated, and I want to thank everyone in our community who has joined us recently, who's been with us forever. Um, thank you to all of us. You make this project what it is, um, and without you, we would just be code. Uh, instead, we are code plus community, which is amazing. So uh, thank you, everyone, and we will see you next week. Okay,